how you doing this is black shy guy where we discuss more than just video games and entertainment if you're listening to this on youtube make sure you hit the like button and subscribe if you're on spotify make sure you hit that follow and notification button once again thanks for sitting on my table discuss the Yubadao shooting that happened in Texas. This situation has a lot of people divided and also I'm not gonna lie I have gone I have gotten into not arguments but let's say disagreements and <laughs> I'm not gonna lie it hasn't gotten hostile not at all it's just disagreements. Has it gotten heated? Yes it's gotten heated but um a lot of people are talking about this situation and blaming the one thing that it's not at fault and that is guns listen and i know a lot of people are gonna take a big issue when they hear me say that the guns in this country are not the problem listen to me before we continue the guns are not the problem guns can't kill people by themselves people kill people People kill people. If guns are removed, do you think somebody with evil intent is going to stop just because there are no guns? They're going to get something else. They're going to get a knife. They're going to use their own vehicle. A bat. There are other weapons in supply if guns are not available. Okay. What happened in Yubidao shooting was very horrific, okay? A lot of people are blaming the NRA that they haven't stepped up and done anything. How can you blame the NRA? The NRA has nothing to do with what happened in Texas. What happened in Texas was a reminder, in my opinion, that schools got to do better. And I understand there's a lot of schools that have security. There's a lot of schools that their doors are locked. It's almost impossible to get into school. But unfortunately, this school, the door were locked. But a teacher came out. A teacher came out when I believe she heard shots. And the gunman, I don't know, I believe shot at her. And she left the door open. She left the door partially open. And that's how the gunman that goes by the name of Rolando Ramos got in the building. Basically, before all of this happened, he shot his grandmother in the face. Okay? In the face. She survived. Luckily, she survived. Many blessings to that. She survived. But it's at 11.40 is when he gained entry into the school. 11.44, that's when the officers arrived. Seven of them, seven of them entered the building. And it all ended when the border patrols came. Okay, it all ended when the border patrols came at 12.40 and killed them. Listen. But there was a situation when the cops came... And there were more 
They were more worried about the parents trying to get into the school. <laughs> they, they were more worried about the parents trying to get into the school. And that is one situation that I have to agree with the local authorities. And, and before the parents start screaming their lungs out if they're listening to this podcast. The local authorities cannot allow you entry into the schools. Because all you're going to do is get yourself killed. You have no weapon. You have no weapon whatsoever. You have no body armor. You're going to get yourself killed. Supposedly a parent went inside and rescued her child or his child or whatever the case may be. It's not proven to be true, but that's the rumor that's going around. That a parent got inside and rescued their child and got out. But the reason I don't believe that is because... You only grabbed your child and you left out. You didn't grab no other kid. But the problem the parents have is with the authorities. The authorities arrived into the building. Like I said, at 1140. They managed to, they managed to get near the building, obviously. The gunmen proceeded to shoot at them while they were outside of the building. The officers circled the building, okay? They circled the building. And I believe they checked room 102, 103, and 104. Went around, entered the building. The the gunman basically, I don't know how he shot through the windows of 102, 103, and 104. I don't know how the gunman was shooting at them. If he basically barricaded himself in rooms 111 and 112 i don't know how he shot at the officers when 102 103 and 104 is at the opposite end of the hallway but that's that's besides the 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 point i'm trying to to get to the officers then proceeded around room 116 entered entry in the hallway and found that the door basically leading to 111 and 112 was locked. They got it open, but 111 and 112 was locked, okay? It is it is at this point that the officers took an hour, an hour to gain entry. And this is what the parents have a problem with because... They believe, and believe me, I was one of them. I was one of them. I was one of them that thought the officers weren't doing anything. But before I continue, I still believe the officers are at fault. They were not prepared for a situation like this. They were not prepared to do with a hostile target of this nature. There is no way in the world... That you should be unprepared, so unprepared, that you're basically outgunned by a kid. That is inexcusable for the local authorities. And yes, they they tried their very best with, 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 with what they had within their power. They tried their very best. But it's inexcusable the preparation they had for something that popped off 
like this. The parents, on the other hand, are blaming them because the parents believe for 45 minutes, almost to an hour, that officers were not doing anything to help. And like I said, I was one of those people. Okay, not the parents, but one of the people that is watching the news and hearing the 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 information that's floating around. And finally, I waited and I seen all the details that happened and it, it was released. And I still do blame local authorities for the unprepared tactics they had to deal with a situation like this. I do not blame them for the for the lack of I do blame them for the lack of, of equipment like I said. What I blame them what I don't blame them for is is not barging into the room with no gear. Like you cannot barge into a room with no gear with no with no um equipment to deal with the threat if they would have barged into room 111 and 112 they would have been annihilated each and every one i mean each and every one of them would have been annihilated it wouldn't have been no survivors. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have been no one to save the rest of the kids, which unfortunately it was too late. The kids were already gone. They were already gone. And this is what people who are blaming the authorities, and I'm talking about who are blaming the authorities on this half of the story, on this part of the story. You can't blame the authorities for that part. They can't barge into the room with the equipment they had on them. They had to wait, unfortunately, for the simple fact that they were not prepared, which that is what I blame them for. You have to be prepared for any type of situation. But the fact that they were not prepared to deal with this threat and from a kid, what would have happened if a better professional would have been doing what that kid did? <laughs> what would have happened? The point is, when dealing with a threat like this, when does protocol get thrown out the window? When does protocol take a back seat? I don't know if you guys remember. Okay, I don't know if a lot of people remember the Parkland shooting. I mean, with the deputy deputy by the name of Scott Peterson, who had to resign because he followed protocol and didn't enter the school. In that situation, which is named the Valentine's Day Massacre, 17 dead which was 14 students and three staff members. This shooter used an AR-15, which is the very weapon everybody's trying to ban. And I'm not even going to touch on that subject as of yet, because I believe that's also ludicrous. You can't ban, you can't, to me, they shouldn't ban the AR-15. They shouldn't ban the rifle. That's the best home defense weapon a homeowner can have. 
you should not ban the ar-15 that is a really go good home defense next to a shotgun because to have a pistol for a home defense to me is ridiculous because all you're doing is defending your home you're not chasing anyone out your home you're not trying to um um call be an offensive threat to whoever is trying to break into your house all you're doing is defending which is you're staying put and defending your area and the ar-15 and the shotgun is the best is, is the best weapon for that type of situation to ban them for 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 citizens but for for, for, for law-abiding citizens is ridiculous you're giving the criminals the edge because criminals now will know there's no homeowner with a shotgun or rifle in their possession. And let's imagine homeowners having their weapons taken away. Imagine the nightmare of that. Imagine the nightmare of your weapons being taken away and you have no home defense. But let's get back to the deputy by the name of Scott Peterson who resigned. Who had to resign he had no choice everybody was blaming him even the president at the time which was donald trump everybody was blaming scott peterson this is why i say um i understand the anger of the people and the parents who blame the deputies for standing outside and believing that they had they couldn't do anything because number one when the shooter was in those rooms, which is 111 and 112, you have no idea if there's kids left alive in there. So the waiting, you know what I mean? The waiting is it's unbearable by the parents that were standing outside. Because... Yes, the killer barricaded himself, and yes, this is when it was not a situation anymore. The 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 suspect barricaded himself. So, um, from what is being told, negotiations were starting. They were trying to start negotiations with the suspect because obviously they believe there are kids still alive in that room. There are kids still alive in those rooms. So, number one, they can't barge in the room. Number two, they can't shoot through the walls because it, possibly they'll hit a kid who's alive. Unfortunately, like I said, the kids were dead already. From what I know of, the kids were dead already in that room. He shot 100 rounds and in, into that room before even before even going in. So, unfortunately, those angels were 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 were. were were put to rest unfortunately and sadly but when does protocol get thrown out the window once again i repeat it. when does a person who has the authorization to say listen we have no choice but to barge in there i know i'm gonna lose men but we're going to barge in there and save those kids. Okay? Even if you don't have the equipment, is protocol also thrown out the window? Even when you don't have the equipment? It's a tough say. Because to send 
local deputies into a building into a room matter of fact a barricaded room where there's only one one way entry and obviously it, it um in this situation there was two ways to get in the room but both those were locked so obviously obviously the the, the, the kid was watching both kid was watching both to send your local deputies into a death sentence i don't know i mean it's a very tough call because you know your deputies are gonna die if they barge into that room because then like i said in, almost in the beginning there'll be no one to save those kids if those deputies died be no one and from what i'm told they did evacuate kids who were in the other rooms they evacuated kids that were in the other rooms. Possibly the kids that were in room 110, 109, 108, 102, 103, and 104. I'm assuming kids at room 116, 132, 131, 130, and 129, and even 127 evacuated. I'm assuming that. I'm assuming. I don't know how the evacuation went, but I'm assuming they those are the rooms that they evacuated the kids from. So, if they were busy evacuating all those kids, right, and the killer had to barricade himself, but because the local authority, the authorities was present, and he noticed that, so what the killer did, he barricaded himself because he 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 heard or or seen the local authorities and and he quickly barricaded himself and started commencing to shoot through the walls at the local authorities so now there's only two ways to get into that room do you send your deputies in do you send your deputies in knowing that they're going to lose their lives to try and get the suspect in return not only do they have to barge into the room, they have to quickly locate the position of the sub of the subject to eliminate them. So that's another thing. You break into the room. You got to locate the target because he could be anywhere. He could be hiding in the corner of the room. He could be under the table. He could be hiding a, 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 a behind a, a, a child that's already dece deceased. It, all these come into play. So obviously, even though they barge into the room, he's going to have to jump on them because he's going to have position and they're going to have to locate that position quickly to eliminate him. So obviously, it's a death sentence that the one in charge is sending his deputies into if they would have took that protocol, but they didn't. They waited. It took an hour, but they waited. And the patrols came in and they eliminated the threat. Which didn't satisfy anyone because there was already people who died in the situation. There was already 19 students. 19 students, I believe. I think it was 17 students and two staffs. And... I don't think there was anything that could be done. I think Uberdell and um, that small town in Texas were unprepared. And that's where I blame the authorities at most. 
you cannot be unprepared you got to prepare for any type of situation especially when it involves a, a building that has kids a large amount of kids during a period of time gotta prepare let's listen to a sheriff grady jude said about if that situation happened around his neck of the woods let's take a listen um to a school in this county armed we're going to do our best through either our guardians our school resource officers or our school resource deputy sheriffs to eliminate the threat outside of the school before they ever get to the children we're trained to do that now if you have trouble understanding that let me give it to you in Polk County vernacular this is the last thing you'll see before we put a bullet through your head if you're trying to hurt our children. We're going to shoot you graveyard dead if you come onto a campus with a gun threatening our children or shooting at us. I'm sorry. Is that a, I'm sorry, is that a baby? Yeah, but sleep. Do you want to put this here or? That is crazy. <laughs> he is not playing around. Grady is not playing around. This is what we're talking about, about preparations. I don't care how small your town is. I don't care how small your city is. I don't care how small your borough, whatever. I don't care how small it is. You have to prepare for situations to protect the kids. And I blame that county but not being prepared. I don't, and I have to admit, it may have, it might, it, a lot of people may be angry with what I'm about to say. I am not angry with the deputies not rushing into that room at that point in time because it would have been suicide. It would have been suicide. What I blame them for is not being prepared. I, I, I blame them highly for that. You have to be prepared. You got to be able to take matters more seriously, even though the situation has never happened around your neck of the woods. You got to prepare for a scenario like what just happened. And believe me, believe you me, every school, every local authority who are not prepared for the situation you bet your damn ass that they're preparing themselves now. I bet you. I bet you every cent that I have that local authorities in every single city in this country is preparing themselves for a situation like that if it ever happens. It had to take that horrific incident to happen for it to sink in. And hopefully the parents can get over. Obviously not they're not ever gonna get over, but I hopefully hopefully they um they find peace. You know what I mean? And, um it, there's never gonna be 
I don't think that there's ever going to be closure with this. I think once again, our country is divided with people thinking on the left and the people thinking on the right. I, I can't believe though that people believe that taking guns away from law-abiding citizens will fix this problem. It's never going to fix the problem. You take guns away, people who have evil intent, you're not going to stop them. They have a passion. They want to cause harm. They are looking to cause damage, to be noticed. You're not going to stop them just because you took guns away. They're going to find another resource, another way to cause damage. The main problem in this country is mental health. The main problem in this country is the youths. The young men, more, more more likely, who are causing the most horrific, the most heinous crimes in this country, have some type of issue dealing with mental health. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's causing. I don't know what's causing it. Maybe things that are happening at home or maybe the Internet. I mean, maybe the fact that they're exposed to a lot more in their young age, but Something is causing the youths of this country to go crazy. And I believe that's the main problem happening. I believe that's what they need to tackle. Not taking the guns away. Not going after the NRA. Not protesting every NRA campaign. You're not doing anything. You're not tackling the main problem. The solution is to deal with mental health problems in this country. And that's where we should start. We shouldn't start by taking guns away from law abiding citizens. Because that's just going to cause more victims. That's just going to cause law abiding citizens to be more exposed to potential people who want to cause harm. Because now they have no protection. Listen, I'm an individual. I am armed, okay? I have three pistols and a shotgun, okay? Legally, okay? Let me add that. <laughs> I'm not a rebel. I'm not a vigilante, okay? Just a, I'm just a person who wants to protect his family and his home. So, you can't take the guns away. And I'm not saying it because I own guns. I'm saying it because I don't want to see more victims. I don't want to see people more vulnerable against the threat. You can't stop evil. Evil is always going to exist. It's always going to exist. It's always going to be out there. There's always going to be a potential, a potential victim or a victim. Either the either two is always going to happen basically every day. And it's going to get worse if you take the guns away. It's going to get worse if you take the guns away. And I find it so sickening. That our local politicians, our our leaders of this country that is to me, in my opinion, is going downhill. Always choose. 
to try to divide this country in my opinion you got barack obama who texted who who, who basically put out put out a post on him on his instagram telling the people basically in shorter terms that despite us losing this uh, the kids in texas let's not forget that we lost george floyd two years ago are you are you free are you fucking kidding me are you fucking kidding me obama you're gonna bring in george floyd after babies perished by the hands of a gunman uh, uh, by uh, by the hands of another baby you're gonna bring in george floyd a man who basically despite what happened because he didn't deserve what happened to him and yes his death caused a movement it basically caused all eyes to be on corrupted cops notice that i said corrupted cops because i'm not gonna say cops because there are a lot of good cops out there it caused a movement for all eyes to be locked on corrupted cops on cops that don't know how to do their job properly that's all that's what george floyd's death did but ain't no way in hell am i gonna turn george floyd into a martyr because he doesn't deserve to be a martyr unfortunately unfortunately something happened to him and fortunately despite what happened to him which was unfortunate it caused a movement but i'm not gonna make this man a martyr i'm not gonna think of him while the situation that happened in uvidal in texas i'm gonna be thinking about those babies who who, who didn't even live a quarter of their lives who didn't experience anything in life as of yet for that to happen to them and for you to put up a post on instagram or most likely you also put it up on facebook to remember george floyd is disgusting disgusting and for biden to get up there on that podium podium and to talk about when are we getting rid of these guns, etc. The first thing you're, you're, you're popping off about is getting rid of the guns. Like guns are the main problem. They seek to divide this country. And I'm not even going to get into that because that's a whole nother story. I think the parents... I have a reason to be upset. But I believe they're wrong when it comes to the situation that deals with the suspect being locked in the room and for the cops not doing anything at that point in time of the situation. There's no way the cops should barge into that room. It's suicide. They're not proving anything to anyone by running into a room and getting killed like that. It's, it's, it's suicide. 
I blame them for not being prepared. That's what I blame them for. And we have a YouTuber who I admire. I, I, I actually admire this YouTuber. And um, he's going through a lot of stuff right now. His name, he goes by the name, by the name of Officer Tatum. Okay. And I, I admire this man. He's done a lot. He's done a lot. And he was explaining the situation. And I've watched the situation when he was explaining it. And what he said made a lot of sense. He, he made a lot of sense in what he was saying. And do I believe these cops were cowards? No, I don't believe they were cowards. I don't believe they were cowards. Were they a Scott Peterson? Mm, I don't know. I mean, because Scott Peterson, unfortunately, was considered a coward because he followed protocol. And in this situation, the cops were following protocol yet again. Okay. Do I believe there were cowards? No. Do I could believe? Do I believe things could have been done differently? Um. I don't think so for the it's because if the situation went the same way if the suspect noticed authorities coming in and he went to lock himself in a room with possible kids that were still alive in the particular room that he was in and the cops and deputies don't know if there those kids are still alive in that room then there's really nothing they can do in that situation I believe that when Officer Tatum on his channel was explaining this, that I be, I believe at that part of at that part he was explaining. I believe he was right, but there's one thing that I don't agree with Officer Tatum about. Sometimes you gotta live and let live. Sometimes despite you being more right towards the situation. Because I still haven't answered the, the question when it comes to protocol. Because I believe despite it would have been suicide. I think if they would have been prepared and trained for situations like that. I think protocol could be thrown out the window. If you have deputies that were well trained to barge into a locked room and to locate and eliminate the target i think that could have honestly been done if there were if there were trained authorities but obviously at the time they didn't have no trained authority um um authorities around because that's the, the approach they would have took because i don't believe that in my heart of hearts, I do not believe that there were kids alive when the authorities got into that position with the suspect being locked in the room. I don't think there were no kids alive at that point. Because to hear kids screaming and dying and for you to still be outside that door, I do not believe they themselves would have had the heart to just stay outside of that room. Because I know I wouldn't. I would not have had the heart to hear those kids dying and me not barging into that room 
but it takes a particular person to do it and a lot of people said uh, some people i spoke to said well it takes experience no it takes heart because you can have the experience and not have the heart you're not going to barge into that room you need to have the heart there's some people who have courage in situations like that And the situation I had a problem with Tatum about is, like I said, sometimes you got to live and let live. Sometimes you got to understand what you got to really understand. And we all know that he's been in the force. We all know that he most likely possibly faced some type of threat while he was at his job. Sometimes you don't have to wear a uniform to be, to be a hero or to, or to be motivated enough to run into danger. And that's what he doesn't understand to me. I, I, I really think he only believes that people who wear uniforms are the only the are the only courageous people around. Because in his um argument he had with people during his YouTube um channel when he was talking about the situation is that well you never wore a uniform. You you, you know you 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 never wore a uniform. You're you're a coward. Because basically they're not agreeing with what he's saying. It doesn't make them a coward for disagreeing, number one. I think he's wrong with that. It doesn't make them a coward just because they're not wearing a uniform. Because obviously you're going to pick the career you, you like. Just because you're not a cop does not make you a coward. Just because you're not a cop doesn't mean that you don't have the heart to run into danger. And I believe Tatum is so wrong about that. I really believe that he doesn't understand this situation thoroughly. He's not looking into it the way he's supposed to be looking into it. And it's causing him to lose a lot of subs, a lot of subscribers. And I really believe that he's not sympathizing with people when it comes to talking about this situation. You got to sympathize. You got to understand where they're coming from and talk to them in a different manner. Sometimes that rambunctious talk does not work. These people are coming and talking from a heart of passion. They're talking out of anger. Yes, you are right. He was saying you guys are talking out of passion. And yes, if you know that, then you have to sympathize with them and talk to them in a passionate manner in an understandable manner and try to make them understand and if they don't you have to sympathize with them and understand that they might not ever reach a level of understanding when it comes to that situation because they're just too hurt so that's when you gotta live and let live you gotta let them heal and probably after they heal they'll probably see what you were talking about and we're talking about people who didn't lose kids also. There's people who are just passionate about this situation, that they're angry. And I believe Officer Tatum took it the wrong way. I believe Officer Tatum has to sympathize more. Um, And there was people unsubscribing. I will never unsubscribe to him because Officer Tatum is someone we need. We need him in the community. He's, he's spoken a lot of truth concerning different situations. But I believe when it comes to this situation in particular, he has to take a different approach. He has to sympathize more. He has to understand where these people are coming from. And he has to understand that it doesn't take a uniform to be courageous. 
doesn't take a uniform to be courageous at all some people are way more courageous than any officer around and they never wore a uniform in their lives but my heart goes out to the people also in buffalo which is my neck of the woods that was also killed and not too long ago after that the Uvidal situation which my heart goes out to the families friends and even local authorities around that area same way as buffalo my heart goes out to everyone involved and local authorities as well for the local authorities who had to go in there and put bodies in body bags and that's why i my heart goes out to the local authorities and in the Uvidal situation to go in there and put kids in body bags I can't imagine what those officers went through doing that because that, that must have been unbearable to do but that concludes my third episode in the Shy Town podcast let me know what you think basically obviously if you're listening to this on youtube you can put your comments down down you can put your comments there make sure you express it in a respectful manner let me know what you think i would really like to hear it let's have a decent discussion let's have a decent respectful conversation about this and we also have to understand anyone who thinks differently the approach they would have taken it if it was done. But anyway, this is Black Chaga. Thanks for sending my tape. Peace!